Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Night Gamers Podcast. We're so happy to have you here for another week of Cringe News Talk. Yay! Cringe News Talk. Clap. Yeah. Um, we've got actually some pretty exciting stuff to talk about this week. Uh, a lot of stuff happened late last week right after the podcast came out, per the usual. Um, so we have a lot of good stuff to talk about today. So um, thank you for listening. I hope you're doing well. Um, everyone, hello. 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 Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Yes. Um, so we've got Mario pins and Mario Switch and Mario th- a lot of Mario stuff, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. We got a bunch of new stuff on that. Um, some Resident Evil stuff, some new Pokemon stuff. Um, we'll have a pretty heated collector's corner debate this week to spice things up. Um, a bunch of tidbits and finishing off with some Pokemon rumors for the 25th anniversary. So um, let's get right into it, starting with the Super Mario 35 anniversary pins, uh, the second set is now been unveiled um if you know anything about the pins you know they already came out with the first set late last year uh kind of coinciding with uh super mario 3d all-stars and now the second set is coming out and is coinciding with uh super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury um so actually thank you said that this was going to happen um me yeah i think one of us said it um, I mean, well, I'll take I'll you. take the credit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so currently you have to complete 15 of the 22 currently available missions um, to be eligible for those pins, and that includes buying the game, just like the, with the first set, you had to buy 3D All-Stars, um, but I hope you did some of the game events because if you didn't do some of the game events then there won't be enough missions for you to currently complete and i feel you because i'm currently one of those people uh i am stuck at 14 maximum missions that i can complete right now including buying the game um they've added a couple more so i was able to go from 12 to 14 but i'm still sitting at one more so let's hope that they add some more missions um before the game comes out um it really is a nice set but i hope i get it like if i'm not working in a month i i i want to just sit and watch them go live yeah i am really really hoping that i'm able to get these pins um because i don't want to be shafted because i didn't i didn't play tetris 99 or whatever (laughs) Or I didn't. I didn't go eat some cold stored uh, creamery Mario ice cream. Like, help me out here. That was one of the challenges. Mario did a, a Nintendo did a thing with Cold Stone where you could buy Mario ice cream and get a code to enter. Well, well, there's not even. Uh, they had a couple uh, different things you could buy, but yeah, I don't even think there's a Cold Stone here, so I didn't even bother with that one. There used to be one where i lived before college but it closed and now it is a vape shop there is a cold stone where y'all are cameron um it is uh down the street a bit from the movie theater i remember correctly if that one didn't close down um i'll buy that music shop it's over there Maybe. that's the last time i i mean it might, it might be closed I mean, it might be that's not a cold stone that's um that's brewster's it's a no vape shop uh, too now. no cold stone <laughs> A, no, it's a, everything's a vape shop now. It's a it's a Brewster. It's with a B. It's a Brewster. Yeah, Bruce, yeah. yeah, yeah. Y'all did have a Coldstone somewhere, I swear. 
It might have been. Oh no, that was down on tumors, and I think it closed. Anyway, um, so yeah, there were like a lot of weird missions, like um, participate in a smash tournament or sign up um, for the smash tournament. Uh, participate Maybe. in the Tetris Cup, do a ninja speed run challenge on Mario Maker Two. Yeah, um, I didn't do that. There's a lot um, that are still available right now, um, but not enough to get it if you missed it. Yeah, so if you are lacking That's in the, the missions, you better hope that Nintendo adds more missions, like I'm currently hoping. Um, we're currently just under a month away from the launch of the game, um, and basically, when that game comes out is when the pins will be available um, sometime around there. So, What's the total amount of missions you can currently do? Um, I have 12 currently done. Uh, I will be at 14 after the Splatoon 2 one registers and the 3D World game comes out and I can register that. Um, but there's like, now that the Splatoon Splatfest is over, there's like 7 or 8 that you can't do out of those 22. Which You can do 13 currently. Great. I think. If I counted right. Which is still not enough. Mario 35 lets you still do it or not, so... it It's not enough. Yeah. Like, um, and one of those... If, if you have not started and want this, it's $120 if you... If they don't put any more. Or if they don't put any other uh, like game ones, because you have to currently do or you have to put in the code for uh 3d all-stars 3d all-stars yes um so yeah let's hope they add some more missions because i really want those pins uh this set of pins includes the 3d mario games plus a super mario brothers 35th general pin like the icon they've been using everywhere for the advertisement um so mario 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 64 was in the first pin set wasn't it I want to say yes. 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 It was like yeah, the so, last pen. So it's uh, Sunshine, Galaxy, Odyssey, and um, Super Mario 3D World, Super Mario Brothers U, and then the 35th anniversary pen. Apparently Japan had an even split between the number of pens because they got a Mario 2 pen. Did we not get a Mario 2 pen? Uh... There's a specific so people talk. Weird. Um, well, continuing with the Mario stuff, a Mario-themed Nintendo Switch has been announced. Um, it, is it is just a... Very Nintendo red. Sh- yeah. If you like red and... Man... Only red. Yeah. This is a Switch for you, except for that little black stand that they, for some reason, didn't color. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was expecting uh, the Odyssey Switch to look like when it was initially. Like, they were like, we're making a special bundle. Yeah, that and then cool. it was nothing so besides you, Mario Red Joy-Cons. You get a solid red Switch dock with a darker red Nintendo Switch logo. You get a Nintendo Switch that is basically outlined in red. You still have the black bezel and everything and the black Joy-Con rails and the black stand, like Cameron mentioned. But everything else is it's basically wrapped the outside in red. Um, you get a Mario themed case that has some Mario stuff on it and a blue zipper and a yellow zipper piece. Um, you get two red Joy-Con. They're not the Mario red Joy-Con. They're just the neon red Joy-Con, um, with blue Joy-Con straps and you get a blue Joy-Con grip. 
So literally, it is just a Nintendo Switch for people who really like red. Uh, it comes out on February 2nd. So uh, keep an eye out for that if you're interested in getting a Switch or if you're just uh, kind of have a problem like the rest of us over here and need your fifth Switch for the collection. <laughs> um, that is 10 days before the uh, Mario 3D World game drops. It would match my 3DS and DS really well. I'm just sick of all the red, man. You know, I like I wish red was my favorite color because like Nintendo stuff is just there's so much red. All so the time. much red. Yeah. I don't know. I'm waiting on a Zelda Switch, which is the problem. I was like, I don't need a new Switch, and if I was gonna get one, it would be Zelda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't so need two new Switches press- either, and. Here we are. I didn't need a new Switch last year. And, uh, I didn't need so an Animal Crossing Switch. I definitely yeah. didn't need a Pokemon Switch Lite, but here we are. <laughs> so maybe Breath of the Wild uh, 2 will come out with the Switch. Maybe that'll be the Switch Pro. It'll all line up for you. The stars will align for you. No, it won't. It will be a light, and I'll cry. <laughs> that would be a shame. That would be a real shame. Um, What's your collectors uh, for the Switch? Well, we created a light. Great. That's cool, like buying a Collector's Edition 2DS. I mean, they exist, and you're like, cool. Who actually wants this? Oh, <laughs> all my homies want it. <laughs> um, and continuing with the Mario stuff, so Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, the trailer um, dropped on Nintendo's YouTube channel, plus a further look-in video that's like seven minutes long. I recommend you watch that one if you haven't seen it already, because it does a better job explaining exactly what the heck Bowser's Fury is. Um, oh, but but yeah, it drops on February twelfth. Um, and they showed off, you know, a little bit of the story, like the reasoning behind it. Even though there really isn't much reasoning because it's a Mario game, you don't really need much reasoning. Um, but Bowser's Fury is a separate edition that you can play from the start of the game. It's not something you have to unlock, which is nice. Uh, you can choose to play it right from the start screen. So if you're one Next. of the one of the five other people besides us that owned a Wii U. Um, you don't have to play through it all again just to see the new content. Although I probably hey, will be hey, playing hey, it through don't, again. Don't let me in with that. I did not own a Wii U. <laughs> That's your burden, not mine. It's a good. He sounds so proud of that. Every, every day I walk with these shackles. <laughs> you gotta walk with them proudly, Grant. I did. Hey, I bought a Wii U game last year. A brand. I brought the. I brought the one Wii U game that came out last year. And you know what? It's good. I already talked about it. Let's go. I, were, I, put, I put glitter on my shackles, boy. <laughs> um, so Mayo's to, the only one embarrassed. To, to quote the uh, the notes no, that good. that Cameron gracefully wrote for us here, uh, big Bowser. I have, don't know what that is. Basically, big it's big Yoshi, giant... but cursed. Um, no, it's the giant Bowser that's covered in ink or whatever. He just looks like Color Splash's Black Bowser, but 3D. Black Bowser is a cursed term. Um, <laughs> that's what they called him. That's so cursed. Oh, to be a Nintendo fan in 2015. Um, so yeah, Bowser's very big now. Um, he's also black. I still feel very uncomfortable saying that. He's literally black. like He's covered in ink. Um, he's big and black. We will assume that's the Fury. Um, you can summon Fury Fury Bowser whenever you want using the Bowser amiibo and 
um, Bowser Jr.'s amiibo makes Bowser Jr. do a slam move. And every amiibo that is currently out has some sort of functionality in the game. Regardless, It's of probably it life-ups. Yeah, probably one-ups or like mushrooms or stars or whatever. Something simple. Did, but every amiibo does do something. So did, if you have an amiibo, you should use something it. about Mario. Mario. Yeah, why, Mario, Mario should definitely different. do something. Did... Wait, no. Mario 3D World came out before... Mario 3D came World came out before Amiibo were a thing. Mario 3D World... Mario 3D came World. Um, Wii U stamps are back. When... Yay! Yeah. Okay. Whoa. How so, are you even going to use them? Because they were from Miiverse. Sad. F in the chat. Okay, so according to Nintendo of America, the Cat Mario Amiibo grants the ability to transform into the invincible white cat Mario, which I think we saw oh, in the trailer. That's basically the same thing from the new series, where if you die on a level a bunch of times, you can, you'll get that. They'll like give it to you. Oh, you like the Tanuki. Yeah, like the invincibility Tanuki series. So the only way you'll die. Oh, okay. I thought it was the giant cat. Like that's how you no, were supposed white to cat fight Mario him. Mario is like the white Tanuki suit, where you're invincible that, to all okay. and stuff. That's Cool, I guess, but they punish you for using that, so, uh, thanks. I'm so jealous that Japan got God Slayer Bowser, like... Apparently, that's not a thing they got. People were just spreading that around. Well, it should be called God Slayer Bowser, because that's pretty It's, like, the coolest name. Yeah. True. Um, so yeah, that comes out February 12th. Get in your pre-orders now. If you pre-order at GameStop, you get two free posters... I don't know why you would ever pre-order anything from GameStop ever, but <laughs> isn't it just one they have exclusive grants? Say that again, Alex. Isn't it just one poster that's reversible? That's usually what they do. Uh, they, it said two posters specifically. Um, it could be that, but I'm not sure. Um, so if you feel like going through the hell that is pre-ordering from GameStop and you want some posters. Be sure to do that. There's no really pre-order bonuses anywhere else. Unfortunately. Um, and yeah. No, Europe, Europe has a pretty cool steel book, and so does Korea of all places. Oh yeah, we don't get a steel book. We don't get a steel book. Everyone else gets cool steel books. Dude, we I'm still have... salty about the Link's Awakening steel book that we never got. Same. That was really oh, cool. Wait, did I? Do you remember when Play Asia tried to sell that for like two hundred dollars? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, the GBA one, yeah. Uh, no, it was the original Game Boy. That's right. Um, I just pulled it up. Yeah, I'm really salty about that one. In stock for 40 on eBay. Maybe. $40 maybe, maybe for, one the, day. for a steelbook. Yep. I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, for always. Um, if you did, you'd it's be cool, going but not the, forty dollars. Cool. If you going towards Nintendo bands, if you did have that money, uh, true. <laughs> um, so moving on, Resident Evil Village showcase is happening the day after this podcast goes live on the twenty first. Um, we'll be getting new info and all the sort from Capcom on the new Resident Evil Village game coming out. Um, and also, also there's a was... beta testers you can sign up to be a beta tester now um, you have to have a Capcom account and go through a bunch of hoops that I don't really care enough to try but if you're really big into Resident Evil stuff and you want to sign up 
to or apply to be a beta tester uh, for that game. Those applications are open now. Um, if you, they said, if you're like a gold member or something, your chances go up. I have no idea what it is to be a Capcom gold member. Capcom gold, Capcom platinum. Like none of that's on the American site. So I <laughs> like you, you got to make it consistent, Capcom. It just means you bought Mega Man 9 when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) They will most likely be talking about what was found in the big Capcom leak uh, last year. That we discussed. Whatever, we discussed it in an earlier podcast. Tell us which one. Um, That there's an online Resident Evil game uh, that's going to be like Battle Royale or something. That sounds terrible. Disgusting. Resident Evil doesn't have the best online though resident uh, evil is not synonymous with battle royale the one they had that was like um dead by daylight wasn't terrible it's like okay but a hundred people or like be funny that just doesn't seem like a a battle royale thing i think that grant's right yeah no, we'll have to see, but yeah, I don't yeah. Know. So that happening the day after this podcast, and like every week, I feel like I'm saying this, we can't tell you about it, uh, but we'll talk about it next week. So be sure to listen to that one for a week old discussion on the Resident Evil <laughs> thing. Um, Look, I'm, if we could I'm, tell the future, we would. Now that uh, I'm really getting into Resident Evil again, I, I'm very excited to see more about it. So I'll definitely be watching that. Um, a new poke. We'll oh, talk yeah. about that lady. Speaking of new announcements, a new Pokemon Snap trailer, uh, new info is out on that. It drops April 30th. You heard it here, probably not first. Um, there's Definitely a trailer. Not first. There's a trailer out on YouTube now. You can go watch it. Um, it's new Pokemon Snap. What else can I say? Um, that's finally a thing. Now I'm glad it wasn't delayed like super long. I was worried it was going to be like a year, another year yeah. or something. Yeah, it was still supposed to come out last year, right? But at least yeah, it's still like quarter one depending on how you define quarters if you follow um it's quarter one of nintendo's physical year but it's quarter two yeah um but i mean you really couldn't get much earlier quarter two it's like the very it's very early quarter two so that's not bad it could could have been a lot worse plus if uh this diamond and pearl stuff is happening that we're going to talk about later that'd be perfect anyway Um, the giant meganium in the trailer is very interesting why why do you say that? I don't know. I want to know why. They don't, they don't use Meganium for anything. Yeah, that's part of it. But also there weren't like weird giant Pokemon in the last one. But that was also like 20 years ago. I'm just glad it's not splattered with Pikachu everywhere. It's like something different <laughs> right? besides Pikachu. There's a variety of Pokemon. Yeah, or yeah, it, It's not you just ever think there'd be a variety of Pokemon in a spinoff game? Because I didn't. Look at Pokemon Go, look at Pokemon Masters, look at Pokemon Unite. The, those are focused on the big popular ones. I just um, still, I don't get, I know this is a little off topic, but I don't understand why they chose Eevee as the, the counterpart one and that they're going with it. Like, uh, I understand that you can't really match the, the typing up to make it balance when, like, the thing you're trying to counterpart is only one type, but... If they were just wanting to pander to Gen 1 people, then just make it Charmander. Well, you can't give one of the Kanto starters preferential treatment, even though they do. 
with Charmander. And Eevee's had preferential treatment before. That's why they went with Eevee. Okay. Because Coliseum look, had who, Eevee. Look, out of all the Coliseum starters... Coliseum had evolutions of Eevee. No, uh, not Coliseum. XD. Okay, well, I didn't play that one. At XD, you start with Eevee. And, oh, okay. If I, if I had to that. put a point of finger on it, it'd be like, okay, what's most recognizable? Pikachu, obviously. And then, Eevee, because it can and Eevee, turn into... Not not just because of like all the stuff it can do, but Eevee is also very cute. And what was Let's Go mostly? Cute. Oh, cute. Right? Yeah. It was not a serious Pokemon game. It was a very cute remake. And what is Eevee? Very cute and adorable. So, perfect fit. Um, that's I mean that's my recon- reconciliation for it. I can I get that, but this game wasn't made for pleasing Gen Oneers. True. Um, so, well, yeah. I mean, kind of, but it was also made for like the casuals of casual Pokemon. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's made it for casual people. It was made to make more Gen Oneers, and to, yes. and to get more people into Pokemon. Like, yeah. Um, it it was designed to get the people from Go onto a Pokemon game. Yeah. I don't know if it actually worked or not, but I mean, Jewel hadn't played Pokemon in forever, but. When as soon as you heard you could you could hold a Pokeball in your hand and fake throw it to fake catch a Pokemon, she was all over that stuff. So, and then they threw it out in um, Shield no. Sword and well, Shield. You can't. They threw half of it, but you can still move with the Pokeball. I'm not going to do it though, because uh, where's my Let's Go Johto? Uh, not happening ever. Is it Gym One? No. Don't don't. Pay well, me. then there's your answer. Ouch! Sad. Ouch! My heart. Um, uh, just port heart gold and soul silver. I'd be <laughs> happy. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay sixty dollars for that virtual console on the Switch grant, and you're gonna be happy about it. I mean, well, I mean I'll take... it is still one of the best uh, remakes in gaming, so it's not a bad take. I still haven't played it. <laughs> I'll drink to that, that's and I won't drink to that. Yeah, that's disgraceful. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, that trailer's out. Drops on April 30th. Pre-orders are up pretty much everywhere you can pre-order a game. Um, and yeah, check it out if you're interested. Um, next, so uh, we have this listed as Cameron gets ummed uh, <clears throat> out of three more Amiibo. Um, and that is because there has been an announcement of a crossover with 7-Eleven of Japan where you can enter a raffle by buying slushies and glizzies or whatever kind of freak crap <laughs> you buy from a 7-Eleven. And one of the prizes you can win is a three set of the Monster Hunter Rise Amiibo, but gold instead of regular. Um, so I will once again take this opportunity to officially tell Cameron that he will not be a 100% collector, even though that makes the third time today I have said that. Uh, I wanted to have it on record. Um, so yeah, uh, Cameron's just in pain and uh we would appreciate some apps in the chat. Their weird trophies. Yeah. Just, so you just have move to move to Japan and open a Seven Eleven and rig the contest in your favor, forehead. I mean, big brain. Like, dude, this is the fourth set of gold amiibo. Well, oh, or trophy amiibo, I guess. Uh, Capcom released one for Mega Man Eleven, which was another raffle type deal. There was the previous Monster Hunter ones for some sort of Monster Hunter Stories contest. And then Nintendo 
did a uh, Splatoon 2 Squid and the Octoling for trophies for the 2019 uh, Splatoon Championship or whatever. So, yeah. Um, and nobody has ever said if those actually work. If you're not travel banned to Japan like we are here um, and you really like glizzies, then we've got a contest for you. True. Um, well, in not, all actuality, uh, I'm not really sure what you have to do with the 7-Eleven. Uh, I just kind of, you know, you don't really have one without the other. Probably um, need to live in Japan. Yeah. And that's not the only prize you can win. There's like a bunch of stuff, so it's not even guaranteed that if you win, you're going to get that as a prize. Um, anyway, you got something? Uh, it's just weird watching all these companies go, let's partner with them. Like, because last year they had a contest for Animal Crossing. How do we promote our product? Seven I got it. Glizzy. Huge. <laughs> like, I. I I just want to know why it's so associated with all these giveaways. 7-Eleven's huge in Japan. I know whatever why. reason. They had Splatoon-exclusive outfits. That is true. Heck yeah. Well, convenience stores are all the rage in Japan. So, uh, Anyway, moving on to the Collector's Corner. This is our weekly segment where we go around and talk about what we played this week and any pickups we had, if any, and... Also, we're going to debate about how you should store your games in a collection because we've been talking about this amongst ourselves for some time now, and I've been grouped among the, I've been grouped among the filth wrongly. I've been wrongly <laughs> accused of storing my games improperly, but we'll get to that. Um, and um, Cameron, go first. Okay, so this week I haven't bought anything because I kind of need to save my money. So instead of just been playing games, I played Poyo Poyo Tetris 2. I'm very close to having it four starred. I need one. I need to finish one more level, then I can four star the last world and be 100% done with the adventure mode. I've been playing some Pokemon, and I once again tried to get back into Hey Pikmin. It's a uh, what, Not do you, great. what do you even do in Hey Pikmin? Give me the short of it. Okay. So you know Chibi Robo Ziplash, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like that, but for Pikmin. Sounds The only awful. advantage is that you don't have to deal with the stupid, hey, you want to go level at a time? Let's have you spin a wheel. So it's Chibi it Robo Ziplash minus the level wheel? Uh, essentially, like it, it's a platformer, but for Pikmin, it. I don't know what Nintendo's uh, obsession. Dude, was Nintendo was snorting platformer juice in twenty in the twenty fourteen twenty fifteen era. They were just snorting platformer juice. Three DS, you know what? Be good platformers. You guys saturated your own market. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, all right. Is that it? Um, I think so, other than the Splatfest. Facts, yeah, we played Splatfest. And we're going to discuss the results of that in a little bit. Um, okay, well, Mayo, hit, hit me. Um, I can't hit you, I'm not right next to you. Drive um, over and hit him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, laugh track. 
the next the next like 25 minutes of the podcast is just silence and then after that you just hear Rango like wait what what ow <laughs> 20 more minutes yeah, of you... silence right before that you hear a very very like faint door slam <laughs> um, but anyway um I got two things that I'm mainly playing this week. Uh, I finally tried Hades. I finally got into it. And oh boy, is it the first roguelike to hook me like Isaac did. Um, Really? Is it that good? It's so good, dude. The art is so good. I'm all about every Greek god being a thirst trap. I love it. Um, the, The weapon system is really great. I love all the art style and... It's it's a really good roguelike. I, I think that I'm definitely hooked on it. Well, on um, account of it being nominated for Game of the Year, I can see that. Oh yeah, it's it is really well done. Like I'm surprised at how much I like it. Um, the other thing that I'm playing, actually, this was another Steam sale pickup that I didn't get around to until now, is uh, Vampire, that uh, that vampire game. Um. It's really cool. I knew about it sort of tangentially because the music from it is recommended as really good music for a, a D&D campaign, like a pre-built one that I'm playing through with my group right now. So I've stolen some music from it before. But um, the combat system is really weird. I I definitely like it, but it's taken some getting used to. The game runs really beautifully. Um, and then, then bonus points the main character in the game is named Jonathan and he spells it right. He doesn't spell it Jonathan? <laughs> no, he spells it <laughs> J-O-N-A-T-H-A fucking N and it's awesome. And the rest of his name is cool too. You, I mean, he's a main character so he's going to have like a, a really cool sounding character name but like Dr. Jonathan Reed, that's a really good character name. And he's a vampire. So, you know. That's better than Mario. Mario. That's better than that. <laughs> or, or Rock Mega Man or whatever. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy I can play a game for once where people call me by my, like, actual name. And it's spelled right in the subtitles. So Now, see, here's those. the problem. If they did it the other way, they would have lost you, but they would have gained the people that are, like, the other way is spelled right. Right, right. Well, but here's here's the other flip side for it. So you start the game. This I guess is a little bit of spoilers, but I think the game's kind of old. Um, but you start the game and you've been in like a, a shipwreck or something, um, and you've been bitten by a vampire, and you're seeing the world through a vampire's eyes, where you can see the blood that is going through a person's body, but you're like deafened by the explosion that caused the shipwreck or something. And you just see the silhouette of someone, and the character Jonathan is complaining that he's thirsty. So you go up to the person, and the only option is, of course, to murk them and drink their blood. Um, and I, I, before I finish this sentence, I want to say that uh, Mary was watching me play through this for the first time last night. I bite the person, and apparently not only is the person I killed named Mary as well, <laughs> but it's also my in-game sister so oh <laughs> so that joy of like yes it's a jonathan and he sounds cool was immediately like oh i killed someone with my girlfriend's name oh she's my sister you, dude, you should have been like oh yeah she's named mary you should... 
<laughs> you should have been like zealously excited about that. Just just replace the in-game line with oh no, step bro, what are you doing? Oh, okay. Vampire bite. <laughs> so so on that note, that, that's what I've been playing. On the list of things to follow that question, that's pretty low. <laughs> um, well, sick. Um, Cooper. Alright. Um, like, what I've been playing this week? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Bro, this is episode 22, and you don't know what Collector's Corner is? <laughs> You've been on every episode. Wait. You've been on every episode. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 3D All-Stars. I made a list. Uh, 3D All-Stars, Smash, Smite, Psycho, NES Online, Fire Emblem 1, Minecraft <laughs> 8, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, Splatoon, Among Us, and Faye. Period. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I picked up uh, Captain Toad and, and the DLC for five bucks. Oh, right. Yeah, we got to talk about that later. Well, okay. Long and short. Alex? Um, I beat Persona Q. It was very hard. Uh, because of the final boss, I had to go level up like 15 levels from where I was at. Because I had tried to do it, and I lost badly. Um, and now I'm playing Q2. And the boss, and I'm fighting the third boss right now during the podcast. Right, right, Persona Q. Uh, like, honest, like one to ten. I had fun. Um, probably like a seven or an eight. Okay, but like, so not perfect. Not she... perfect, but pretty good. Yeah, it's not the rating scale of you know everyone else where a seven is bad. Yeah, I actually try to use everything instead of be like, oh yeah, the rating scale is 9 or 10. If it's below 9, you shouldn't play it. What? <laughs> Thank yeah. you guys. Very cool. That just messes up the entire rest of the scale. What's the point of going to 10 then? Um, well, is that it? Uh, yeah, for this week. Okay. Um, well, I beat Resident Evil 7, and that, that's good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The ending was pretty spooky. I like that. Although Jeez. the very end felt like it was kind of happening very fast. I didn't quite get it. I think there was some story piece I must have missed out on or something. Um, Do you follow both paths? Both paths. I mean, like, at the choice. Um, oh, you mean between which girl? Yeah. Um, or have you looked up no, what happens I down, only... uh... No, I, I probably should look that up. I did, uh, I did Mia. Um. Well, yeah. Zo, so I'll You'll... have to look up Zo. Uh, yeah. That's, like, realistically, that's the only choice you can make. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's kind of false um the dlc picks up with the uh part of seven like some other stuff okay with like chris and uh zoe and uh jack um 
all right then um played a little bit of 3d all-stars played a little bit of paper mario the origami king played a little bit of ocarina of time just on a whim i don't know why um and a lot more black ops cold war i'm already at like 60 hours or <laughs> something i didn't realize how much i've been playing of it um we've been playing the problem is so like old zombies like black ops 1 black ops 2 zombies it like doesn't last that long because you can only like it, it's pretty hard to go a long time like you can only pack a punch once and blah 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 but in this new one you can pack a punch three times you can upgrade your damage level on your gun up to five times. Plus, there's all these other perks. And you can upgrade your guns and classes and, like, equipment and stuff outside of the game. Like, it's multiplayer. Like, you level up and you upgrade stuff. So, now we're at the point where we're, like, regularly hit, hitting level 50. And every round after, like, 25 or 30 takes, like, 20 minutes to go through a round. So my buddies last night so i didn't i played one round and then it crashed and i was like screw this i'm going to bed i need to go to bed anyway because it was like midnight <laughs> my my buddies kept playing they started around like at midnight and they were going till 5 a.m and they 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 made it to round 60 oh it took them five hours just to get 60 rounds because it just takes so long um so I'm kind of glad I didn't play with them last night because I was not trying to stay up till five in the morning. Uh, but yeah, that was that's just it just lasts forever. So that's probably where a lot of my hours come from. But I've also been playing a lot of multiplayer, and I'm getting close to level two prestige, which is cool. And so yeah, now I'm gonna play the Resident Evil remake on GameCube, um, and then go from there with the other remakes. So now let's get into this debate here. So, you fellow list gamer listeners with collections and the like, how do you store your games? This is the question. Do you store them vertically or horizontally? And what I mean by that is do you store your games with the game case laying down, like the spine is lengthwise, or do you store them up with the game case standing up so the long side is vertical? I'm not saying do you stack your games or do you... Or I'm, like basically, do you stack your games, or do you lay them out side to side, like on a bookshelf? And I can't remember what brought this up between Cooper and I, but I mentioned it. And he, for example, stores like the Switch games that he has on his desk just in a flat stack, which I think is garbage because <laughs> you're garbage. Well, yes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> because say you want like the fourth game in the stack, you have to pull the game out without toppling the entire damn thing over. And then once you put it, once you want to put it back, you have to lift up all the games that are on top of it to put it back in there. Didn't you see the video I sent? <laughs> yeah, where it didn't work. <laughs> you mean you mean where it fell over? <laughs> just, look, just because it doesn't completely topple over doesn't mean that the game's looking like a deck of cards that you haven't shuffled yet is doesn't <laughs> like that that's how that looked dude it did not look organized when you pulled that game out so but then i got roped into doing the same thing because um about three weeks ago 
or so, um, uh-huh. one of my shelves on my wall fell over and broke a bunch of things and knocked a bunch of things over. And that shelf was where I kept on my Switch games. So I was like, well, what am I going to do now? And I had like this old media shelf I was given that is too skinny to hold like DVD size cases, but Switch cases are skinny and small. So it was like perfect. It's more like CD holders, um, but they fit perfectly in there and it holds them horizontally. And no one was getting my gist of this argument. So everyone so grouped me in with Cooper. So now I look like a D-Gen because I've got this <laughs> horizontal storage game tag on my head, even though mine's in a shelf. And They're so horizontal. They're horizontal, yes, but when they're in a shelf that holds them separately, it's fine. It's not the fact that it's horizontal like all in itself. It's that it's horizontal and not in something that holds them individually. Like, I don't care if you store... like. Because theoretically, I've been storing games partially horizontally for years. I've always kept my GameCube games in that stack Freedom. of things, but it holds them individually. So I can pull a game out and put it in without having to move any other games around. And I can pull it like, like it doesn't mess with anything. But if you just like stack them together, Scott the Waz did it on one of his videos. He's like, if you store your <laughs> games like this, what are you trying to do with your life? He said it himself. And Scott the Waz is is a collector god, so I so please tell us in the comments how do you store your games, and if you think storing games horizontally like that is BS or not, and if you say it right, uh, then I will follow you on Twitter. And Me too. Horizontally is the way to go. If you say horizontal, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna come to your house with a big knife. <laughs> I think that's a threat. I didn't say what I'm going to do. I just said I'm going to come over. I just want to talk with to him. With a big knife. I just want to talk to him. Specifically with a big knife. Okay, rant over. Back to the show. Cooper, <laughs> you have the floor for Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh, I have that. Bro, okay. Cooper does not have Every the floor from Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> Every week. Oh my gosh, I didn't even get for things. So, uh, <laughs> Bro, we're moving on. We'll, okay. come, we'll circle no, no, back around. Look, I got it. I got it. You know what's yeah. happening this week in Fire Emblem? There's a new summoning banner. You can get a bunch of uh, five stars and new outfits. The end. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, y- yes, but whoa, 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 whoa. There's also going to be a Tempest Trials tomorrow on Tuesday. All right, that's it. <laughs> we're done Thank and you, now Kevin. we shall stand back and look at our dumpster fire creation that we have made oh <laughs> uh, anyway so um, like Cooper mentioned in the collector's corner segment previously Walmart messed up on their crafted toad treasure tracker pricing where they were selling the DLC digitally for $4.39 but it messed up and if you bought it you got the whole game plus all the DLC for $4.39 Mm-hmm. Um, it is out of stock now. They finally found it and fixed it, so you can't get it anymore. Um, but it was, but it was worth noting. Fairly impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it stayed like, that long. I have Ooh. not seen a deal that good since Three Houses in October 20th. Yeah. Um, Nintendo Park... Nintendo Super Nintendo World in Japan has been delayed opening. Um, the area that Super Nintendo World is located in has been un- put under a state of emergency by the government there, so they are not allowed to open as of right now. 
So they have delayed their opening from February 4th and will not announce a new opening date until that state of emergency has lifted. So um, I hope you didn't buy tickets. Well, no, if you're in America, you can't go anywhere. You can't buy tickets, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, you yeah. could buy them. You could. I don't know how you're going to use them, but Maybe you could pretty buy worthless. them. Yeah, you could also jump out of your second-story roof. I don't think you want to do that either. Uh, I live on a one-story house, so no, I can't. <laughs> That's a little reductive of you, Gramp. Get on your, get on your roof and then jump out. <laughs> jump out of what? I'm, I'm already outside. Jump out of the roof. Out of the roof, yeah. Get on the roof. <laughs> that is what he's bust saying. A, get on the roof with a hammer. and Bust a hole oh. in the roof. Get in the roof and then jump out of the roof. There. Um, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 has added Sonic and old Puyo Puyo characters in the new update. I don't know, Cameron, have you played with them at all? Okay, so I have done some. They're not relevant to the story at all. Uh, well, okay, that's not completely true. They show up in the story. They're not characters in the story. Uh, that's about all I know about them. Uh, they're old Puyo Puyo characters, which, guess what? I haven't played Puyo Puyo before, so uh, I don't know who they are. Well, all right then. Bethesda is working on a new Indiana Jones game. Uh, they have tweeted their teaser trailer on Twitter. Uh, and you can go check that out if you're interested at all. We don't really know much about that other than that, but they are working on a game now. Um, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed to 2022. I know I know the year like just started, but they already were like, no, we can't do it. Um, so <laughs> Ain't going to happen. Sorry, guys. Kind of sucks. I was actually a little hyped for that game. Uh, yeah, that looks so good. Yeah, Mary's brother was really excited for it. He's a big I mean, that, Harry Potter dude. That was teased, well, leaked like five years ago. Like, I, I, I've been waiting for it. Uh, <sighs> you know. So the team at Cyberpunk 2077 uh, CD Projekt Red has released an apology slash explanation video. Um, you can go watch that now. They basically are like, hi, we're sorry. We know it's stupid. We know it's bad. We were on a timeline and we didn't do what we should have done. Blah, 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 blah. A bunch of other Crunch stuff. culture. Um, yeah, so... But the, the the main thing that they shared was a their planned timeline for patches, um, fixes, and updates. Um, and basically that there's going to be a couple major patches and fixes for, I assume, a lot of the bugs and Ulgen system problems um, within the next half half year um sooner rather than later and there will be a next gen console update sometime this year most likely later um probably late q3 or q4 um they didn't give exact dates on anything they just kind of laid out a timeline but all that stuff is expected in 2021 um so there will be fixes and everything and there will be a next gen update uh all this year um, along with some free DLC. They are giving out free DLC later. Um, also, right now, I don't know if it'll be out by the time you're listening to this, but Best Buy did have Cyberpunk 2077 on sale for consoles uh, for half off at $30. Um, the game is good. It, just don't play it on the base. If you have a base Xbox One or PlayStation 4, do not buy it. Um, I don't recommend playing it, really, unless you have a Series X or a PS5. Um, I've, I got it for my PS5, and I've played... Uh, maybe three or four hours of it. I haven't really had any issues. Um, I know that the game is really big, so three or four hours really isn't a lot of time in the game, but I, you know, if you're still looking to get it, now's the time, and you have the proper hardware to run it. Um, Platinum Games wants to give an update on Bayonetta 3 later this year, uh, which is the running joke like we talked about before of, it's going well. 
Thank you. No, that's what they've always said. Yeah, it's the running joke. It's going well. But they say they want to give an update, and by I assume they mean something more than it's going well. So hopefully some either a trailer... Maybe a real or... trailer. Yeah, Maybe that'd be really con- cool. Maybe it's just concept art. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. It's going bad. We've lied to you these past three years. Huh. Uh, so yeah. We're restarting development. And Please P- don't be Keyboard that. is wants to give an update. We don't know anything about if they will or not or when that would be, it's, but they do want to. It's going to. well, guys. Just come on. Nah. Bayonetta 3, it's going well. That should be like the subtitle. Nintendo has a lot of faith in Platinum Games. I just wish they hadn't announced it to this early if they're just going to sit on it. Like, not sit on it, but they're working very hard, but they won't actually tell say us anything. anything about it. Yeah, because yeah, that was the thing with Breath of the Wild, was even though they kept pushing it back, we did have, you know, E3 showing trailers and we got horses to run with horse ai and they won't run into trees because real horses don't run into trees aren't you impressed (laughs) i I really think the breath of the wild would come out a lot sooner if the wii u wasn't such a dumpster fire Um, no like it was ready for launch yeah it was ready a year before yeah like they could have launched it in 2016 and they went you know let's must save it for the Switch. That will be a great launch title. Yeah, I mean, and they were right. It just sucks. Yeah, um, Apex... Which would be fine if uh, they didn't remove the Wii U pad gamepad's functionality because they were like, it can't beat out the Switch. It's like, who's going to buy a Wii U for one game, though? I wanted inventory management. It's cool and Twilight Princess, and uh, I believe it's in Wind Waker as well. Well, it's, I mean, the same thing as the uh, Ocarina of Time and George's Mask remakes on 3DS. The just being able to do the inventory stuff the same time while you're playing a game and not have to go through menus and stuff is just very nice. Um, Apex Legends is supposedly coming to Nintendo Switch on February second, along with a new season. Um, it was found in some uh, reveal videos for season eight, but the non-US videos. It was like other countries, um, and then was then removed. So, uh, but in in those videos, when people watched them, it said February second. So look to keep an eye out for that. Um, we are certainly excited to see how Apex is going to run on the Switch because um, Apex is pretty intensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. If Witcher 3 can run on the Switch, Apex should be able to, but it depends on how much work they actually put into porting it. This is EA we're talking about. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll keep um, you guys up to speed on that, but that's, that's what we know as of right now. So February 2nd is the goal. Um, and our finishing topics starting... Uh, Nintendo eShop sale, the New Year's sale that Nintendo has every year, is uh, still going on right now and will be up through Thursday the 21st at midnight. So hopefully you listen to this early and can catch that deal. They have a lot of good stuff um, that I saw. Um, 
not like incredible deals, but usually it's pretty hard to find deals on Nintendo games anywhere. So just the fact that there are deals is pretty nice. Um, deals on Clubhouse games, Immortal Phoenix Riding, Super Mario Maker 2, uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, Cra Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Kirby Star Allies, Katamari Damacy, Reroll, Splatoon 2, Arms, blah, blah, blah. There's a ton of games. Uh, a lot of indie games too, but those are some of the bigger ones I named off. Um, Terraria, Box Boy and Box Girl, Poi Poi Treasures 2. A whole bunch of stuff. Um, and again, they're not huge deals. Usually about maybe 20 to 40%. Um, but deals nonetheless. So if you're looking to get some games on Switch, you have until Thursday at midnight to do so. And finally, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl... Uh, blah, blah, blah. I cannot talk. Pyment. Pyment. Oh god, it's getting worse. I'm spiraling. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Remake rumors are making their rounds again. Um, we've talked about this a couple times here on the show. And it's definitely something desired by not only us, but a lot of Pokemon fans out there. Um, and now we're finally getting some stuff on that, at least rumors-wise. Um, so a platform called uh, Centro Pokemon, which is a um, Spanish Pokemon uh. thing. I don't really know what to call them. Um, they write a bunch of, they're like a Pokemon news outlet, kind of. Um, they have claimed that, quote, according to sources close to the company, remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl originally released in 2006 for the Nintendo DS are in development for Nintendo Switch. So they didn't say planning to come out this year. They didn't say anything like that. They just said they are in development. Um, but they are pretty much alluding to the fact that it will come out this year due to the 25th anniversary. Um, something else to point out, not only is it the 25th anniversary of Pokemon in general. Um, but it's also their 15th. It is the yeah 15th anniversary of the release of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. So, um, Central Pokemon has claimed stuff before, and it has been true. Um and everything does seem to kind of be lining up where it would work out now that the uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC is out of the way and everything. Um, and the only release so far is going to be Pokemon Snap, which is early in the year. So we'd assume this would be their holiday release like they usually have most years. Um, yeah, it'll be that... Uh, if it is coming out this year, it'll be that week of uh, the 14th or 15th or whatever... Whatever that Friday is in the teens. Yeah, like like two weeks before Black Friday. Uh, I guess it might be the 12th this year. Or the 19th. Somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, Personally, so... I'm really hoping that they're more... Um, they'll take more cues from Heart Gold and Soul Silver, where the stuff from Platinum got added in, or uh, Crystal got added in. So, like, Platinum would be added, versus Ruby and sapphires remakes where emerald should have been added in and they went no, no. because people, don't people use play. bones that was their excuse and i still hate it um i am not as big on the diamond and pearl games um, as most people i know that's a very popular gen i'm just not as big onto it so i will defer this question to you guys but i want to ask you if there was one thing you would want to see changed removed added 
etc to the to a potential remake of diamond and pearl what would it be i know that's probably a deep if like just something like what's your number one thing you would want to see changed can i go first with a stupid one and then say like the actual one sure yeah yeah okay i want them to bring the underground back it has so much potential that's not a stupid one that's just an excellent well i think it's if if you're looking at it from their point of view, I think that that is probably a low priority one due to how like inconsequential it was on the normal games. Besides, like it sort of being the roots of like the social aspect of the game that we see now. Well, um, the underground yeah. was the only way to get Spirit Tomb. Yeah, but like, how many people did that? Nobody. That's why, like, nobody <laughs> I... has one today. I've got one. I got one. I think I've got everything through Gen Six. All right, what's your serious one? I I just hope that they do really well at like redoing the character art and having it transition into the new kind of 3D landscape that Pokémon's in now because I think that 4 and 5 at least for me or 4th and 5th gen were like the peak of their like character design and their Pokémon design and I really hope that they don't like make Professor Rowan look like shit or something. <laughs> I don't know if I have a lot of faith in them adapting it well, since they were like, ah, Typhlosion. Yeah, because we can't do fire particles well, um, we're gonna turn off your back <laughs> when you're not uh, using attacks. Why? Why well, would you do this? Hopefully they can make Darkrai look good. If they do that, I'm fine. Infernape's head it will no longer be on fire. Bald Infernape. <laughs> Please don't do this. Please don't. wait, no. Isn't no Infernape has flames with the current model, right? I don't know. I was just I think jokes. so. But also that their whole excuse for not bringing Pokemon into Sword and Shield was that they couldn't get the models to work with the new engine so yeah this this might be bad yeah as long as they don't have a major mess up like something like that i will buy this but like i realize there's a lot of potential for this to be the worst remake just because of the stuff around pokemon now but i have faith i've been waiting for this for like i don't know when when did Oros come out? Like 2015? I've been waiting yeah. on this for past half a decade. <laughs> Alex, I just hope it's good. Cooper, y'all got anything? I have a question for y'all also. What would y'all think if it was just a Let's Go remake? I don't think they're going to do that with Gen 4. Gen 4, you got to, if you're going to do Let's Go, you got to do like Pokemon Goaded and go off the hype where Gen 1, if Gen 1's the highest point, you gotta go to Gen 2 next to try to get back into the Let's Go style. Like, that, I mean, there's diminishing returns on that style, obviously, but the idea with that. is um, you're not gonna get as many people buying Gen 4, because, you know, you had to grow up at the time, at least, otherwise, why bother? I my first reaction would be visceral anger because that means why they'd skip over Let's Go Johto. 
but my second reaction <laughs> would be I would actually probably end up being pretty excited because I really enjoyed Let's Go as a seasoned Pokemon player. Um, I really did enjoy the crap out of Let's Go. Um, so I wouldn't mind it. I don't want that over an actual remake, but if we were to get like both or whatever. If, if the choice was they make it bad like they kind of did with uh ORS where like just cuz you have some good ideas doesn't mean you need to cheap out on the in-game stuff because you go people have phones and we don't expect you guys to all go and do this thing like th- why um so yeah um those are the current rumors 15th anniversary of this well, game and 25th anniversary I... this year so who knows? I do have my complaint. So the speed at which you move Gen 4, I want that fixed. You want it faster? I want it faster. I want battles to be faster. Like, they, ju- they just need to speed it up. Like, it is so slow. Go, go back and replay those games. It is slow to get faster. What's the damn mountain in the middle of Sinnoh? Uh, uh, Coronet. Yeah. Yeah. It could use some shortcuts. Yeah, there's some <laughs> redos of the story that I would also like. Probably oh. the stuff, the stuff that right before you go to uh, the seventh gym, like involving the the legendary Pokemon for the game. I think that that should be moved. But then I also think that that whole that delay scenario of like, oh, all of these Psyducks have a headache and they're blocking the path. I feel Ooh. like enough people have complained about that, that that will be something they will change into something that's like not stupid. Jim yeah. Force, or at least Diamond and Pearl's biggest complaints were that there were, it's a, like one of the longer ones, but there's these huge stretches where you're where just traveling right. forever yep. and there's like no story and you're not going to gyms because you can't get to them yet. Yeah, there, there's just no reason. Like to have you've got story at the beginning much. and then this huge stretch where it nothing happens and then it uh, picks back up and kind of crams everything together. Kind of like Kingdom Hearts 3 did. No. I don't think that. Because, I don't know. There's just... Usually the gems and the main story kind of alternate better, and this one did not. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a uh, not great on the like. The, the, there's a lot of fixes that Platinum did that they could implement, and they could obviously modernize a lot of the systems in there, and it would probably be fine. But it's whether or not they keep everything else that's in, uh, say Hargold Soul Silver, the improvements that that game did upon its originals that is what i want i want them to put effort into this remake not what? cheap out on some excuse and honestly with the with the story thing like you were saying i don't want them to make it too packed all the time where it feels um like there's bloated. a lot of hand holding not bloated yeah. necessarily but just like because the way that story story parts work in the pokemon true i don't want sun and moon progress. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't want. I, it to feel I don't like need that, but I don't want it. Like, there's a balance. They've had that balance. Just you know, do that. <laughs> just and, balance and honestly, it. Honestly, if it was just platinum, but modernized, like the fixes from platinum, but move it to the switch and maybe make the uh, the distortion world or whatever it's called like cooler by using the 
the gridless system and what the Switch can do for, like, navigating your player, I think I'd be happy with that if they just did that. But we'll see. <laughs> I would be interested in them using the uh, style, like, uh, Isle of Armor and uh, Crown Tundra did, where it's, like, a full free roam. Yeah. That that would be cool. I I I'd love to see Sinnoh like that. I don't know if they'll do that. That kind of feels like more effort than the current Pokemon company is willing to put into a game. But we'll see. It'd be like, cool if they let everybody go to Shaman's Island. Oh yeah, no, that'd be cool. In Diamond and, and Pearl, the, you need to uh, letter and the Arceus flute. And yeah. then the uh the event thing that I remember. I remember distinctly going to Toys R Us for to get Darkrai. It is insane that I have all the Pokemon. Like, they they did not make it easy for kids to get those back in the day. Yeah, there was, there was a series that I saw on YouTube where it's like Gen 4 is the hardest to complete. Mm -hmm. By a long shot. I it's, it. it's those events and Spiritomb that do it. But then it's also, they were... They were very stingy with the version exclusive stuff in Gen Four, from what I remember. Manaphy is locked to, wasn't it like an event oh. Pokemon Ranger that yeah. you had to do and then yeah. transfer it? Like, yeah, but you can still do that. It's not locked for everybody. Everybody, if you got a copy of Ranger, you could still do it. Well, but it's it's cool and it's it's really cool when they do that when the game first comes out, but. Later on, I mean, yeah. don't forget um, Regigigas, where you had to bring up the three Regis from. I had so much fun doing that one. Dude, that was... I, I, Pell Park is a pain. <laughs> like, I, I do like that they've modernized it. I hate that it's $16 a year now, but it's cool that they modernized it. That was the version where it was like you choose only six at a time. You, you can only move six up a day, and you had to go catch them. Yeah. yeah, you had to safari zone them, even though there was no penalty to it. It was like you have unlimited tries Everything. doing this. You just have to walk around so we can spawn them the only way we know how to in the game programming. Yes. Yeah. Game Freak's like the worst developer <laughs> They fixed it in Gen 5, though, but it was still only 6. Game <laughs> oh, Freak's like, we can make tons of money just because we are in charge of Pokemon. We don't have to try. Dude, they try with their other games, if you can call uh, Town trying. That sentence... Isn't that worse? That Town is a lot like, worse, yes. With, like we're the ones who are in charge of it. So even though we're doing a bad job, if you want the fix, you have to deal with our crap. That triggers me so much. That, dealing with why, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> that's why Tim Tim uh, became a thing. Like, if Pokemon was better, Tim Tim would not have done as well as they did. Because yep. it, um, well. it, it did... It's probably one of the better uh, doing... like For something that has an obvious basis, it's probably one of the better things. Like, uh, shortly before Animal Crossing came out uh, last year, there was an indie game that was obviously based on Animal Crossing. Nobody talks about it because Animal Crossing New Horizons did so well. Like, yeah, it's got a lot of shortcomings compared to some of the other games, but it's this, like, why would you buy an indie game when you've got 
something that's guaranteed to be good. Mm-hmm. But Pokemon, you're not given that guarantee. Oh, well. <laughs> to finish the show, um, we want to have a quick mention of the Splatfest results from this past weekend. Um, we hope you played and enjoyed it. Um, and we hope you're maybe one of, the... one of the coins. Yeah, if you're that good. Um, we were not. But um, Mushroom won two to one. Mushroom won all the uh, the game battles. All the battle, yeah, both normal and pro. But uh, Star did outnumber Mushroom uh, seven, two to eight, one. Yeah, over two to yeah. one, which is about what we predicted. Um, so that's why we went with Mushroom because usually the trend is the bigger team has all the bad people in it, so they always lose. Um, so well, even... also they end up having to fight just their team forever. Yeah, and um, it was true. Yeah, so that's usually our strategy. We pick the team that's less popular because that usually is more fruitful for us in the win. So we went with Team Mushroom. Um, we got a six. What was it? Six or seven win streak. We had a seven win streak. Four with and, Haley or five with Haley. And, like, it, uh, it was nice. We also dude. won two ten times battles, which was nice. Um, it did it was, really well. It was a pretty good Splatfest overall. I had a good time. We had a record speed time of getting to the max rank, like two hours, which is unheard of. An hour, hour 40, yeah. according to the recordings. Um, and it was really good. So we hope you played it and enjoy it. enjoyed it. Um, certainly did. Wasn't there supposed to be a second one this month? Did that just fall I, off the, off the I, rest? I, I, maybe someone retweeted the original uh, post of uh, the holiday one from whenever they did that, and I thought it was supposed to be the like I can never tell what the dates. I but I I looked for it forever and I could not find it. So I guess not. We all imagined it. We talked about it on the podcast. We did talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> we were just making it up, obviously. Yeah, sorry. For we the just lie. want more Splatfest. It, it's Splatoon's one of my favorite games on the Switch. I I like having a reason to be able to pick up and play it. Because I just, you know, don't when I've got a lot of other games to play. Yeah, well, there's no specific reason. Um, but yeah, that'll do it here for this week. Please tell us what you think of the Diamond and Pearl remake rumors in the comments on our YouTube channel. Um, and let us know if you're going to get that Mario Switch. And anything else you want to let us know on the weekly cringe talk thank you so much for listening um you can check us out on spotify and apple podcast youtube.com storm with games follow us on twitter at all night gamers nights with a k because we couldn't get the actual one uh, they haven't sh- used that account in five years <laughs> share us also, with a with a friend um also i know that's probably going to be hard to do also don't forget to tell us if you store your games horizontally or vertically yeah. yes Make or break your career. Store the, if you store them vertically or incorrect. Um, what? <laughs> Nailed it. Reply, reply, reply digitally if you think that you haven't bought a hard copy game in a very long time and you're like me. That's just sad. Everybody get it. That's like the that's like the meme where it's a like, meme. That's like a meme where there's like a guy walking and he's got like it's like boobs guy and then a couple of butt guys come up and start beating up on him and then it like cuts to a wall where there's a, a feet guy hiding behind a wall <laughs> that's mayo like horizontal vertical digital hiding behind the wall <laughs>
<laughs> and then it, it pans further into the wall, and there's a guy even more freaked out, like covered in sweat, and he's like the Google Stadia guy. <laughs> streaming. <laughs> yeah, streaming. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope you have a great week. It's inauguration week, so please stay safe. There's a lot of dangerous things going on right now. Um, wear a mask. Be safe with Corona. That's still happening too. So um, take care of yourself, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.